Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journeys so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. Ah, hey, Stacy. Hey, Devin. How are you? Uh, it's been a crazy week. I'm not gonna lie. I'm yeah. uh, preparing for a big presentation at work, and some people have been off that I needed to get information from, and so it's been a scramble. And then it's actually our busiest week of the entire year this week. Oof. So this episode almost didn't happen. It yes. was almost we almost booted it to next week, but um, I wanted to try to get an episode out if possible. So here yes. we are. I've I've got 20 things to do after we get done recording, but. Uh, <laughs> We are here for our fans. Well, I will do my best not to keep you too late then. <laughs> okay, we're going to speed talk for this episode. Speed talk, okay, speed you talk. ready? <laughs> yes. Uh, go. Um, go, okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I had a really crazy week too, but not for the same reasons. Um, yeah. Which is that it was circus week this week. So we, yeah. did, we spent almost every single, from Wednesday until last night, where Monday night, which where I was like actually um, doing classes at mm-hmm. the studio. Like I was at the circus studio every single day and wow on saturday it was like all day Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was like from noon until 11 o'clock at night (laughs) it was insane yeah and those are some of the points where i'm like i can't imagine if we had kids like how would i juggle this and my job you know which i I probably wouldn't have this job you know i just no just wouldn't yeah um you know i had a hard time with that too so yeah but uh anyway i ended up getting wrangled into volunteering um Mm -hmm. which was fine because i was going to be there anyway so it's my it was better that i was doing something um productive (laughs) yeah yes otherwise i would have been like what am i doing here just hanging out again yeah um (laughs) but i ended up being the volunteer coordinator and so i was like wrangling people and getting them into to position and telling them what to do and um you know, and then I was also like, okay, now I'm just here at the front and, oh, there's 500 things to do. So let me jump in and do all these things because it's me. And I, yep. can't, uh-huh. I can't not do that. So anyway, yep. I was, I stayed very busy. Um, but the circus was amazing. Kess did great. I w- was really worried that they were going to freak out about being on stage in front of all mm-hmm. these people. Um, and like s- s- Friday night, because that was the first night. They came out and they were like, uh, he's like, like so elated at the end of the show. Like, I didn't die. I like, oh, honey. Yeah. Did they have to do something scary or would it no, they mean like from no. anxiety type? Yeah. From anxiety. Oh, from like okay. being in front of all those people, you know. Okay. I mean, it was at max. I mean, we did sell, sell out a couple of night, times, but at wow. max it was like 150 people. So it wasn't like. Yeah that many but you know it's still a big deal for yeah absolutely somebody who doesn't like to talk in front of people so yeah um anyway but it was fun and they enjoyed it and i uh got to know a lot of the cool people who work in the circus um and yeah so we were living the circus life (laughs) and it was really funny because the story the story of the of the circus because it was like you know it it was obviously there was a story that it followed well i oh. guess that's not obvious that's not um, obvious at all Devin. 
Thought Circus was just like, look at this cool thing I can do. Okay, now look at this person do a cool thing. So, I didn't know there was a story. The thing with uh, the circus extravaganzas that they always do is that they usually tell some type of a story um, with their, with, they like, everything has a, th- there's a theme, and then all of the um, acts are kind of loosely braided into like this storyline. Um, and okay. so the storyline for this one was there was an old man who mm-hmm. was like really tired and he keeps dreaming of the circus and he mm-hmm. keeps dreaming of his inner child. And so his inner so- child basically tells him that he needs to go to the circus and then he eventually joins the circus um, and then he's part of the circus. And then that's like the, the uh, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's so, the story. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's the basic story. Uh, yeah. with, with all these beautiful like acts and stuff and, and cool stuff that happens as part of that main yeah. story. Okay. Um, but it really like affected me <laughs> whenever I saw it for the first time. Like I cried. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I was <laughs> like, okay, why am I having this, this reaction? Um, and I, I kept sitting with it because, you know, I had lots of time, obviously, to think this weekend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I realized the first thing, my first, like, desired occupation that I ever had, I was, mm-hmm. like, four. And I had watched Dumbo Circus on, <gasps> um, oh. you know, Disney yeah. Channel or whatever. And mm-hmm. I wanted to be a tightrope walker. Like, that was okay. what I yep. wanted my profession to be. I wanted to grow up and be a tightrope tight walker. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going like, I never achieved my dream. Right. But now I'm a part of the circus, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of, it was kind of a funny realization of, oh, no. going back to my inner child you know, yeah. big, silly dreams that you have when you're a kid. It's like, yeah. oh, this is like me doing my best to try to accomplish that. Yeah. <laughs> so that Aww. was kind of neat. Yeah. So anyway, what are you drinking? I am drinking one of my favorite wines. Um, it is the, it's one of the 99 crimes, but it's the Martha Stewart one. It's called like Martha Shard. Um, and it's Chardonnay. And it's oh, just I haven't, Shard, but- I haven't had that one. Yeah, I love it. It's, oh my it's great. gosh. I have yes. to look for that one because yeah. that's that would be a funny one. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. I is love it? it. It's got her face on the front and everything. Chardonnay, is that a, that's not a red wine. Is that a red wine? No, it's a white. It's a white. white. Yeah, white. yeah. Probably white. I kind of bounce back and forth sometimes. That's okay. Um, I'm, not, I'm not judging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm bi winer. I'm a bi winer. Is that a thing? <laughs> sure. You buy wine. Yeah. Is that the best, uh, the best way to combine those words? Yes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, you meant like bi want. I thought you meant like B-U-Y as opposed to No, B-I. no, no, no. Like bisexual, but bi white. So I drink red and white. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like bi wine, yeah. You're a bi whiner, I get it. I'm a bi whiner, yeah. <laughs> Um, that's funny. Anyway, yeah, I'll have to look that up. Cause I, <laughs> I don't think it's a thing. I think I just made that up. No, no, no. Look up the wine. Cause the reason oh, I, yes. I was asking <laughs> okay. that, the, the long story about why I was asking that was because I was like, yes. I don't know that. But I only ever look at the um, 99 Crimes ones in red because that's all. Oh, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So I should look at the white. Yes. I should try a white wine once in a while. 
Mm-hmm. I love it, too, because she, you know, she looks all hardcore. Let mm-hmm. me see if I can find one. Here's Total Wine, which you have in Knoxville, right? I do. I do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. They have a combo pack that you can buy the Martha's Martha's Shard and the Snoop Dogg 99 Crimes. I don't know. His is, his looks like a red. I don't I think know it is red. Is. I think yeah. it's just like a red blend or something. <laughs> they have a combo pack. Nice. I have I still have a $150 gift card I haven't used for Total Wine, so I need to we need to go get on that. Yes. Absolutely. You got to I am actually this I told James we were in a state of emergency. This is our last bottle of wine in the house. Uh-huh. Um so Wow. I, yeah, I need to go to the grocery store. Or not the grocery store, the liquor store. Uh luckily um, I don't know what this is about the way we picked our house, but there is a liquor store at the entrance of our neighborhood. <laughs> so perfect. I could just walk down. You just walk down to the liquor store. Yep. That's the way to go. Priorities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does look hardcore in this picture. I know. I love it. And it's all like Snoop. Have you tried the AR thing? Have you have you done that with your phone yet? No. I wonder what she would do. Would she give you a recipe? Oh my God. <gasps> Stacy. That would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. After this is over, you have okay. to try the AR okay. on, on this bottle. And then you have to tell me if there's like a okay. secret recipe that she gives you. Okay. Oh man. That would okay. be so cool. Now, man, that's only $24 for two bottles of wine. That's. I know. Yeah. Add this to my cart. <laughs> She's got her pearls on. Um, it's all like marked out and stuff. Uh-huh, like it's like uh-huh. it looks cool. Yeah, nice. I'm into it. It's one of my favorites. Well, I'm also drinking one of my favorite bottles of wine, which is the Boda Box Night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, we will probably pick one of those up on our next. Uh, yeah, because like I said, we need to refill, so we'll probably pick up one of those. They're um, they are good. I understand why you good. like it so much. They are good, and they're not very. They're for the price, you you really can't beat it. No, not at all. So, I'm I am here for it. I have yes. run into a situation though. I've been so tired from circus and stuff this week mm-hmm. that I'll like come home, pour myself a glass of wine, and then fall asleep. And I oh no, get the wine drunk. It's so yeah. sad. It's like the saddest state of affairs ever. Oh. So yeah. So I'm drinking early now, so that that way I can actually enjoy a glass or two before <laughs> I go to sleep. It's good. Yeah, before you pass out. Yeah. Hmm. exactly so anyway and i also have a uh um frozen margarita but i'm waiting for it to get really good and frozen in the oh, freezer good, yeah that in like the little pouch yeah in a pouch that yeah it was uh one of the parents of one of our my, our students in our class gave all the teachers like these little taco tuesday kits yesterday <laughs> for yeah. teacher appreciation week and said so that was ah. like and it was like insane I mean, it was like this really nice basket. There was chips and salsa and queso. Um, there were like these little ink pit, cactus ink pins. There was an avocado sealer. So it's mm-hmm. like this little device that you put an avocado avocado in once you yeah. opened it so that it won't go bad. Oh, that's cool. It was nuts. And then there's like a little place to like mix up your, you know, your salsa to yeah i was just like this is this is nuts and for you know a pouch of margarita i was like i love this person's mom (laughs) i would also like to say that this person's mom has one child who is in our class 
Ah, <laughs> okay. An important thing to uh, to state that you know, a lot of parents do not have the luxury of being able to, yeah, be that creative. <laughs> yes, that is very true. <laughs> so, anywho, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a topic. We do have a topic, and it's your topic. So uh, it is. <laughs> yes, this is this is all my episodes. Which, is- <laughs> thankfully, I did all this work. Two weeks ago. Yay! Because so otherwise, this would not be happening right, tonight, for right. sure. <laughs> it's like you were all set, so we didn't have to even worry about any nope. type of prep or anything. Not at all. So, okay, I'll just get started. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, first, this episode is kind of really about um, my, or this was me explaining my May challenge, which I kind of mentioned at the end of last episode, that my May challenge is to try to reset slash train my sleep schedule. Okay. Uh, for hopefully, so I can get better sleep quality and hopefully be, become more of a morning person. Right. And this was prompted when YouTube suggested a video called, uh, the optimal morning routine by Andrew Huberman to me. Yeah, and I um, and I we, didn't get a chance to watch it. I was supposed to, and I got. Oh, started. I'm sorry, I didn't do. My yeah, homework. no, that's okay. You had circus to do for <laughs> lots of days. <laughs> I had lots of circus. I had a lot yes, of circus. you had lots of circus. So that's okay. That's okay. I've got you covered. I've okay, got so many okay. notes. <laughs> Don't okay, you good. Worry. Good, good, yes. good. Um, but we can put the link in the notes for if anybody yes. wants to watch it. But I had actually been seeing this a lot in my. Um, YouTube feed, um, just this name, Andrew Huberman, and uh, kind of his morning routine. And there's different variations, but a lot of people, like, apparently, um, he's just starting to go viral. Um, and he is a professor of neurobiology and ophthalmology, mm. which is disorders of the eye. Right. But, um, so, he, so, at, so he's got, like, some some credentials. He's not just, like, yes. some guy he's not just, just an like, influencer. I decided to journal in my gratitude journal five (laughs) minutes a day and my morning is amazing yes exactly he's not just some random influencer um he's an actual professor at stanford school of medicine so not only yeah got credit and at a reputable school right Right. okay all right i'm listening i'm listening yes okay but before before i listen too much though this isn't the same uh guy who wrote like the miracle morning or whatever Mm. it's not the same guy is it I've never heard of that. I'm what is look that? that up. Oh, you continue. I'll find it. Oh, okay. 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 Yes. Let us know. Okay. Um, okay. So, as you know, and I'm sure I've talked about on the podcast, I struggle with waking up early, uh, and I definitely do not classify myself as a morning person. Um, I always prioritize sleep, unlike you, uh, getting <laughs> <laughs> seven to nine hours per night, and I very rarely get less than seven hours. Um, okay. So, um, we've done still, huh? whatever I, do, I just, I still struggle with that, but continue. You do, but you've improved. You've definitely I improved. improved. I usually yes. get six. I usually get yes. six. Yeah. Um, also we've it's done not some... the same guy just so, so we know it's a okay. Guy. Good, good. Yeah. Okay. Um, we, oh, and also what I like about this guy, just as a side note, like, um, uh, like he seems, I kind of like his approach. He's just very, he's kind of calming. Like he's kind of more. Like sometimes, okay, the spectrum is you uh-huh. get an influencer that wants to give you some sort of advice and they're very charismatic because they are there to be a performer or you get the people that's actually like, uh, you know, studied in the topic or educational type topic, but they're like kind of dry usually. Uh-huh. And 
in my opinion, he's a good mix of the two. So he's kind of charismatic, but he's very knowledgeable and he delivers the information like just kind of very straightforward. Um, okay. And so it's not like, I, I just think it's a good mix for someone that's actually delivering real science information. You know right. what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So uh, we've done some challenges over the years, uh, which is still crazy to say that we've been doing this for years, but we have. Yes. Um, and then it made me realize more isn't always better um, because I found Fair. that when I got over eight hours of sleep, that I woke up groggy, um, that I felt tired throughout the day and actually leaned towards depression. Like I wanted to stay in bed. The more I slept, the more I wanted to stay in bed. Right, right. Um, so people's bodies change over time, but the last time I tested, it seemed like about seven hours was the perfect amount for me. Uh-huh. Um, and I think that was during like kind of the pandemic when I was able to just kind of wake up naturally my body kind of aimed for seven hours. Right. Okay. So, but like most people, I have an eight to five job. Yep. Um, and that requires me to get up earlier than I would naturally like. Yes. <laughs> um, and in the past, I've been able to manage it fine. But for some reason lately, probably the last two months or like kind of since the time change, I've really struggled with getting out of bed in the morning. Like I am talking... I've never been a person, even though I'm not a morning person, I've always been able to get out of bed in time to be on time for work. And recently I have found myself coming in late to work because I literally could not make myself get out of bed. Yeah, that sounds familiar. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And the frustrating part is, like, even if I get, it's not that I'm not getting sleep. Like, that's why I talked about that I prioritize sleep because I wake up exhausted and it's not that I'm not getting enough sleep because I'm going to bed to get enough sleep. Okay. Yeah. So that's the frustrating part. Okay. All right. Okay. So, um, let's see. I've really struggled. Okay. So, uh, so much so that I've, okay, I've struggled to get out of bed in the morning so much so that I've actually been 15, 30 minutes late to work. Okay. Sorry that I repeated that since. That's okay. Um, That's okay. So, to compound that, I recently decided that I should work out in the morning because <laughs> I found that it's like really the only way that I can guarantee I fit it into my schedule. Right. And so I've been trying to wake up early, even earlier um, in order to work out. And so I think during our, it might have been my March challenge, I wanted to work out in the morning and I ended up working out like once a week. <laughs> Yes. And then, I mean, yes. I worked out more, but I only worked out in the morning once a week. Right. Um, so that just is kind of explaining my priorities. Like, that's why I want to try to fix my sleep so that my body gets more rest during the time. And then I want to be able to wake up earlier so that I can consistently work out in the morning because in the afternoons, it just isn't going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So after watching the video, Huberman Huberman um, recommends these main things. Okay. And there's, um, looks like I have four. Um, one, get at least five to ten minutes of natural light in your eyes within one hour of waking up. But what if you don't, what if you get up so early the light isn't out? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> he says, uh, he does say that if um, the sun isn't up yet, you can just turn on a light you know like don't leave it kind of dimly lit go in a room with a bright light so yeah like turn on the full lights you know what i mean i do okay uh because this yeah yeah. (laughs) right yes well it's just within the hour remember so just within. yeah you don't have to do it immediately 
So um, this sets your mood and your energy and kind of like your focus for the day because it uh, triggers your cortisol pulse. Um, So basically, when your cortisol pulse happens, uh, your body starts a countdown to release melatonin 16 hours later. What? So it says, oh, okay, we woke up. And in 16 hours, I want to go to bed. So what? I'm going to make you sleepy by releasing melatonin in 16 hours. But no, that doesn't happen. This isn't a real thing. <laughs> Are you sure? No, I'm just, I, I'm just, I, this is shocking to me. I would not okay. think that you would, that there would be a thing in your brain that would do that. Yeah. Well, I so mean, dis- funny- that's the sound of disbelief. Uh, oh, 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 okay. I thought you were like, I know for a fact this is no, not true. No, no, no. I'm just <laughs> okay. like, there's no way that that could be a thing. Okay. Well, okay. Let me, let me, let me continue a little okay. bit here. All right. Um, so, okay. So it the cortisol pulse also triggers the release of dopamine, which is the main driver for motivation. So right. if you don't kind of get that cortisol pulse, then you're not going to be as motivated to complete tasks or, you know, maybe if you have to like work or do some chores or maybe you have to do some sort of thing that you haven't been wanting to do and you've been putting it off. You're not going to have that motivation without this cortisol pulse. So So it does two things, right? Cortisol pulse just just starts because of light? Yes. That's all? Yes. It signals your body that the light signals to your body like, hey, it's time to get up. Time to do the t- time to do all the things. Okay, but what about days that I get up and I'm in like it's light outside or whatever, and I'm like, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> well, what, what so, happened to my motivation? I'm sure there's more. Sorry, I keep interrupting yeah. you. Continue. No, that's okay. Um, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> well, yeah, no, no, that's okay. Okay, hold on. Yeah, let me let me get through here a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sorry, sorry, let sorry. Let me get through the four things. Okay, so um, the next thing is he says to delay caffeine intake at least 60 to 90 minutes because when you first wake up, there's a chemical in your body called adenosine, and it's what kind of makes you sleepy, kind of keeps you asleep. It's kind of what, like, drives the sleep cycle. Yeah. And so once you tell your body, okay, it's time to get up, then um, the adenosine starts coming out of your body. and um, But the problem is, if you drink caffeine too early, then your body, it blocks it from draining the adenosine. And then that's when people see the afternoon crash. So you wake up early, you drink a cup of coffee, you feel the rush of energy, but then you get that like 2 p.m. crash because the... Uh, caffeine has worn off and your body's like, hey, I still got to get rid of this adenosine. So let's get rid of it now. And I that causes see. the... Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, and then the other way, if you don't drink coffee or if you want to drink coffee earlier than 60 minutes, 60 to 90 minutes, um, exercise also clears out the adenosine. So if you get up, sense. you do some exercise, then you can drink, you know, you can drink caffeine immediately when you get done exercising because it okay. clears it out. Okay. Okay. Okay, so um, temperature is also important to the to the whole cycle, okay. Um, because warmth tells the body that it's time to wake up, and cold tells the body that it's time to go to sleep. So something okay. that we were doing is that we like we would we sleep with the fan on, and mm-hmm. um, you know it would still be nice and cold when we woke up because the fan would still be going. Yeah, and the, it's usually very cold when we wake up in the morning too. Yes, yes. Yeah. So you're telling your body it's still time to hibernate. Like you well, still want to be asleep. 
That for sure, I believe, because that's one of the things that I struggle. Like if I get up and I start mm-hmm. to move the covers and it's cold, I'm like, nope. <laughs> yep. No. Yep. Uh, exactly. I ain't yes. getting out of this bed. It's warm in here. <laughs> yep. <Screw> that. Yep. <laughs> exactly. So I get that so, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So another part that he talks about with temperature is he's a big proponent of ice baths. <laughs> what? Oh, um, oh, hell no. Okay. No, no I know. Good. That's what I said. I was I'm like, done. nope. Mm-mm, not happening. <laughs> no, we're not. I'm not doing that. Don't, okay, don't you good. worry. Um, because he says, um, cold in the sense of an ice bath, because you're like immersed in it, um, that triggers your fight or flight, um, well, yeah. response. Yeah, well, I why know. Why would you want to trigger that? I don't know. <laughs> well, he says, he says it shocks your, um, it releases adrenaline and he says it's actually can get your, so you have a cycle in your brain and you have a cycle in your body and when those two get off is when you feel kind of crappy and he says if you do an ice bath it triggers the adrenaline and just that response uh sinks back up the brain and the body okay you shock Uh, yourself okay yeah yeah but don't worry, I'm not doing that. But I wanted to mention it because if any of our listeners had watched some of the Andrew Huberman stuff, they would see the ice bath information. Uh-huh. Uh, so I wanted to mention it, but I'm not doing that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I, think, I so, know that Ashlyn takes cold showers because it's supposed to be better for you. Really? Yeah. But I'm oh, like, man. I just can't. Nope. No. <laughs> I hate being cold. I, I hate, hate it. Too. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not for me. Yeah. Uh, there is one more thing I want to talk about in relation to, so this is point number four, but okay. in relation to the ice baths, yes. um, he yeah. talks about this really neat concept. Well, that's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Don't worry about me. Ding the bell. Yeah. It's like, man, you're really excited about ice baths over there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but he talks about this really neat concept about the difference in people that seek pleasure or seek discomfort. Um, so people he actually discomfort. Yes, and I'll explain. Okay. So he actually says pain. He says people that seek pain, but I think discomfort fits better because I I think is uh, associated with getting outside your comfort zone. Not necessarily like oh I seek pain. I'm gonna you know because cutting yourself is a whole different situation and that is not what this is (laughs) you know this is just getting out of your comfort zone this isn't pain per se um but uh so this is going to be a little bit of a tangent but i think it's really important to mention for two reasons uh one it's a key part of huber huberman's optimal routine but also it really resonated with me Okay. okay um and i think you'll understand why once i get into it so people that seek pleasure for example me. Video games. Yes. <laughs> Cause, yeah, because the next one, point two, is so I say video games, but then it's ice cream. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep. Sugar, things like that. Yep. Um, but there are more extremes. They mention porn and drugs, etc. But um, these things create a spike in the baseline, which I can... Um, hold on. Let me actually send you um, a screen. I took a screenshot of the video because okay. I think it... It actually illustrates the point better than I can probably verbally explain it. Okay. So I don't know if we can so we somehow make, we, we might can, make the show notes if we can or show yeah uh, show art yeah potentially. Um. So yeah, let's see if we can. So Discord and Devin. Okay. Do 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 do. 
Let me see this thing. Okay. So did it come through? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. okay. So, um, so imagine you have a baseline. So people that seek pleasure, um, it creates a spike in the baseline, which leaves their steady state below their experiences. So you have to imagine, um, you know, like, like you get these really great experiences when you're playing a fun video game or you're eating ice cream or you're some people doing drugs. Um, when you come down off of those experiences, now your baseline is below what you were experiencing. So that can lead to feelings of sadness or depression or dissatisfaction because your brain wants to stay at that higher level. It's right. like, well, I've experienced this fun thing. I want to stay up here. Um, so then the opposite is people that seek discomfort, for example, like lifting weights. Lifting weights is hard. Nobody right. wants to actually lift weights, <laughs> you right. know, like it right. sucks. Or like running or like in his case, the ice baths, it creates a drop in the baseline which means which leaves the steady state above that experience okay and he says that actually leads people to feeling calm or happiness or contentment because you're like well it could be worse i could be running right now right right (laughs) you know um and so the reason this really resonated with me was because lately I feel like I've been a person seeking pleasure because I've been playing a lot of video games. I've been eating more desserts than normal. I feel like I've been playing the role of Devin. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been looking at social media more. Stacey, and I've been the role of Devin huh? was played by Stacy. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> um, and I've been binging TV shows, which I don't. I, like, in the past, like, there was a point in my life when I didn't even have a TV because I didn't care anything about watching TV. Yeah. And um, now I've been binging TV shows. And um, because I think I've been finding that when I'm not doing one of those things that I've been feeling dissatisfied or lost. It's like when we're not either playing a video game or watching TV on the weekends, I'm like, well, I don't know what to do with myself. And I just oh. feel kind of like down, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and so it's like I have no motivation to do anything else. And um, I thought I was just kind of going through, like, a depression phase or whatever. Like, I just thought I was going through a situation. But after hearing this, I think it's actually my my more recent habits or routine since moving to Maryland that is driving this discontentment. And um, so, so now I'm excited to start exploring this concept to change my habits. Like, okay, you know, if I work out more or just do, do... other things that put me outside of my comfort zone. Right. Is that going to make me find me more content when I'm just kind of chilling, you know? Right, right. So, okay. So back to the sleep schedule. Okay. Um, after watching the video and reading a few more articles on circadian rhythm, which is kind of your sleep rhythm, I realized that I've been doing it wrong because I've been trying to base my cycle off of my bedtime instead of my wake time. So right. I've been saying like, okay, I need to go to bed at 9.30 because I want to wake up eight hours later or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, so, um, there is a sleep cycle that you go through. And I think this is where, this is kind of the answer to your question of, okay, but what happens when I, like, kind of kind of maybe slept in a little bit and but then got sun in my eyes? Why didn't it work? Why didn't right, I just, like... Right, right. Yeah. It's because... So there is a sleep cycle and it's roughly, but it's only roughly 90 minutes. So it's more flexible and less dramatic. Mm -hmm. And people go through like four to six cycles per night. Um, 
But, and I think what happens is when you hit, like, for example, if you hit snooze, or if you go back to bed for a short amount of time, you wake up in the middle of your sleep cycle. Okay, I got you. So I think that could be that. But, um, yeah, so this is also why snoozing is bad, because going back to bed after naturally waking up can lead to sleeping too late. Um, And both of these are bad habits, but I currently wake up around 7 a.m. naturally on the weekends, mm-hmm. but I go back to bed and I end up sleeping oh. until 8.30 or 9, and then I get mad at myself <laughs> for right. it. And then I feel groggy, you know? And it's like, um, I also hit snooze a lot during the week, the work week, which is why I think I wake up groggy because um, I started a sleep cycle but didn't get to finish it. Right. Um, but I should actually, like, based on his statement of okay if you when you wake up and if you get light in your eyes and you hold off on the caffeine then your body will naturally get sleepy 16 hours later right um so all of this to say (laughs) uh, my official plan and rules for may are i have to wake up at 5 45 every weekday and uh 6 15 on weekends Okay. Because some of the other articles I read said a maximum of 30 minutes in the variance in the routine. Good Lord. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm not allowed to snooze, ever. Uh, and I'm not really concerned with my bedtime because my body should naturally regulate my bedtime. So I should naturally get sleepy based on when I wake up. So I'm going to kind of log that and see if it happens. But that's the idea. Okay, so, so I'm not you, saying okay, I have to go to bed. At, sorry, I'm going to do this in my head. If you wake up at 545, uh-huh. 16 hours after that is going to be when? <laughs> I think 945. Um, okay. 5, 6, 7, 8, <laughs> that's like 9. That's like math. 10, 11, 12, so funny. Oh, wait, 13. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Yes, 945. Okay. Right. Yep. So if I wake up 5.45, I should naturally get sleepy at 9, or 5.45, I should naturally get sleepy at 9.45. Okay. Um, I have to get natural light or a bright light. So, you know, I could also go into a room with a bright light, but natural light or bright light in my eye no later than 6.45. Okay. I mean. And I either have to work out in the morning or delay caffeine until after an hour. Okay. And here's the part that I also think is going to be really uh, important is we're going to set, we have a Nest thermostat uh-huh. and we are going to set up the thermostat in the house to turn the fan off and to heat the house at 530. Okay. So that it's warm when I get up and then it's going to cool the house at nine so that I can be nice and cold by 945. Right. Starts getting you, you know, you want to get a snuggly under. Yes, exactly. Under the blankets. Under the blankets. Yes. Yeah. So, the internet okay. said it should only take 7 to 10 days to adjust, but I'm still going to do it for the full month to see what happens. Okay. Okay. And um, I think I might struggle with the bedtime at first until I fall into a rhythm because I usually go to bed a little later. You know, it's like, yeah. there's just stuff I want to do. But um, I hope to finally become more more of a morning person by the end. Well, awesome. Yeah. Well, I hope this works. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing is, so I originally wrote these notes... It was like, um, I told you I wrote it like two weeks ago. So it was right. like April 28th or something like that. So at the time that we are recording this, I am 10 days into this experiment. Yeah. yeah. So I actually have some, some, I have some data points. Okay. Um, I'm not going to talk about them today because I'm going to save them 
for my recap. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say it's been interesting already and I'm only on day 10. Okay. Okay. Yep. So I'm pretty excited to just share the notes. Okay. Well, okay. So I'm trying to... (laughs) Okay. Yes. What are your questions? We have plenty of time. I... Yeah. I just... I do... I have so many questions. I'm... Okay. All right. So when it comes to you said that what part of what you do is that you figure out like kind of um so do you figure out when your natural wake up time would be or do you just like how do you decide what time you should wake up okay so well i decided based on my need so because of my corporate job right and because i want to work out before work that's how i came to my number so I am, in fact, trying to reset my natural clock. So whatever my natural clock is, I don't know what it is. Right. But whatever it is, I'm trying to override it and say, this is who I'm becoming. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get him at 545 every morning. That's right. That's like my new time. insane person. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, yep. All right. So what you're... So, and part of doing this is you're going to make yourself wake up and do all those things at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then, and what you have done in the past is just try to go to bed earlier without doing that part. So it wasn't right. successful. Okay. Right. Hmm. I was really bad. Now, I know, I think you're probably a person that just falls right to sleep. Yes. Um, and James <laughs> is. But I have always been a person that goes to bed and tosses and turns and thinks about 20 things. And that's how Thomas like, is too. Yes, and it's, it has because y'all are the managers of the household. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. We have so much going on in our brain. It's true. Uh, yeah, but um, and it was really frustrating for me because I would wake up exhausted, but then in the morning I would be exhausted, but then by the night I would be wide awake, and I would be like, "It's ten thirty. Why am I wide awake? I right. know my body is tired. So what is happening?" Right. And but I will also say that. Previous to this experiment, my sleep schedule was all over the place. Like, I would wake up at 5.45, sometime, like that one day a week when I'd work out. Yeah. And then the next day, I would wake up at 6.15, but I would snooze until 7. Yeah. And that's, then on that's the, what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Yeah. And then on the weekend... I would, like I said, I would, I would usually wake up around seven-ish, but then I would go back to sleep. And so I would stay in bed until 8.30 or 9. Um, yeah. One day when we got back from vacation, I slept until 10.30. <laughs> and it's just like, so my body was all over the place. Yeah. From 5.45, I would say the 10.30 is an exception, but from 5.45 until probably 9 or 9.30. Yeah. That was weekly. My body was back and forth. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I, I mean, I feel like I do that a lot, too. I mean, I can't yeah. sleep that long with mm-hmm. kids. Um, but there are times if the kids are next door or if Thomas wakes up with the kids and then I can sleep in, it's like, oh, you know, and then I just sleep forever. Yeah. Um, but but even even with the kids, and this is part of their their sleep schedules, like they naturally wake up at like seven almost seven on the dot like that is where they would normally wake up if nothing else was happening yeah um and so but it also there's changes as the light changes in the in the yes you know 
because they were getting up at six prior to daylight savings and then daylight savings happens it happened and now they're seven um Mm -hmm. and they'll probably as it gets lighter and lighter they'll probably go back to six you know yeah um which i think that's i think that that's probably at least a certain amount of that is normal to kind of yeah oscillate your natural rhythm with the light for the reasons that he just said with the yes pulse whatever yeah um but um i was going somewhere with that and i just lost my train of thought i just talked myself into a circle (laughs) i was very adept at at tangling my thoughts there yeah um do, do the windows in your kid rooms, do they have um, curtains or are they just, I mean, they probably have blinds, but, or do they have blinds? They I have guess, blinds. But, they have blinds. They don't have yeah. curtains, but they have blinds. But the, but the light probably still comes through. So that's yeah. probably what's waking them up is the natural light. Right. And that's fine. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, seven o'clock is a perfectly yeah. fine time to get up because they, you know, their bedtime is like eight-ish, mm-hmm. nine-ish. So, you know, like that's, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but, uh, okay. So what I was going to say, that's, this is what I was getting back around to like, I do like get in a well-lit place pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, at least I think so. I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe it's not bright enough. Like, mm, yes, you know, we have light on and I can see things, but maybe it's not like, it's not like being outside in the daylight. Um, yeah. so maybe it, I need to be in a brighter space. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I do usually delay coffee until an hour, at least an hour before I wake up, mostly just because my first order of business is Mm -hmm. to get the kids up and ready and dressed and fed and all of this stuff. And then I get Mm -hmm. dressed. And then after that, I can have some coffee. Um, And a lot of times I'm getting coffee to go on my way, you know? Yeah. So most of the time, that's at least an hour after I've already been awake. So... Yeah, that even on the weekends too. You think? Um, mm, well, on the weekends it's a little bit different because unless I have something to do, mm-hmm. and if I have something to do, I'm usually having to get up and get the kids and do the things. That's true. So that's that. yeah. Um, but on the weekends, if I don't have anything to do, I'm like laying in the bed. I'm like, yeah, I am yeah. taking my sweet time. Yeah, I'm awake, but I'm like, you know, reading or I'm doing tarot cards or I'm you know, looking at social media or I'm just looking out the window at the cows. Like I'm very lazy in the mornings um, when I don't have anything to do because dang it, I'm always having to rush. And I'm like, I can have a lazy morning, you know, like two times out of a month that I can be lazy. I'm going to be lazy. Yeah. Um, So, but if I'm getting up and going, then I'm getting everybody dressed and ready and same thing as before and coffee is the last thing yeah i don't think i normally drink coffee pretty quickly upon waking up so that part i'm that part i have down yeah all that good that part i have down but i I did find uh, looking back um i was thinking about that and i definitely sometimes on the weekends will wake up and then immediately drink coffee like i drink coffee before breakfast yeah and I would get frustrated sometimes because I would drink a cup. Like, I'm very caffeine sensitive. Like, I yeah. I struggle with even drinking. I can't drink more than one cup of coffee. But sometimes I would wake up and I would drink coffee and then I would still be groggy. And then I would be like, I'd try to drink a second cup of coffee, but I can't because then I start feeling, like, jittery. And, yeah. like, my heart starts feeling weird. And 
And so I'd be frustrated because I'm like, why am I still sleepy, but yet I can't drink more caffeine? Like, what right. What do I, what right. can I do here? And I think it's that. I think yeah, I was I drinking right. it too fast. Yeah. I bet you're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that may be like, sometimes I'll drink coffee later in the morning to try to like, yeah. you know, as a pick me up. And then I just yeah. like, must immediately fall asleep right afterward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like, wow. It does not help at all. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. So light delaying coffee. Yeah. Um, trying to clear out your, your chemicals through exercise or um yeah you can either delay the coffee or exercise or exercise um okay what were the other two things sorry temperature temperature that's right that that would be a big one because yeah and and you guys have a nest too right we do but we don't ever use it and we should um oh my gosh you should yeah because we just set it and then forget it set Mm -hmm. it and forget it um Mm -hmm. But we always get it really cold at night, especially because the kids will sleep better if it is yes um, lower. Now, what I have started doing is when I wake up, I'll usually turn it up because mm-hmm. I have noticed that the kids will get out of bed easier mm, <laughs> if yes. it is warmer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so I have started doing that for them, um, but it would make sense to program it so that it also does that for me. Yeah. So temperature. So cold at night and warm in the morning. Okay. So temperature... Um, delaying coffee. Yep. Um, an hour. An hour. Getting lots of light when you first wake up. Mm-hmm. Within the hour. Within the hour of waking up. Mm-hmm. And then what's the other one? Well, the fourth one was more talking about people that seek dis- discomfort oh, okay. or people that seek pleasure. So, so um, just your baseline, basically. Yes, okay. exactly. All right. So pay attention. Yeah, pay attention to what you're doing. And is it that you're doing things that make you feel euphoric so then you feel unsatisfied in your daily life mm-hmm. or is it are you doing things that make you a little uncomfortable so then your daily life is good okay that's kind of the idea that makes sense that yeah. makes sense um make myself miserable so that my daily <laughs> life <laughs> feels great <laughs> feels you know you're like you know got it all right it. i'm yep. on it mm-hmm. i'm on it i mean I am around screaming children all day, so mm-hmm. you know, whenever I'm not doing that, then it's true. everything feels amazing. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Um, and actually, I know. I'm sorry. I've been posting so many videos. I apparently just discovered YouTube. Apparently, um, <laughs> so James has been watching YouTube forever, and we always watch his channel, but we never watch my stuff. Yes. And so I, when he was gone, he was traveling. I guess like three weeks ago so he wasn't here and so i was i was started looking at my youtube channel and that's where it started suggesting me all these things yeah and so um that's how this video came up but then also there was one that i posted in our channel about um dopamine fasting 2.0 i saw that yeah i know um the one thing in there that i think is important is that it says that you can actually reset your uh, sugar tolerance basically which is why i posted it for you okay because it said that um if you take time off from sugar you can actually uh your body will get the same pleasure out of like a blueberry that it would a candy bar oh i believe but that. you have to re- reset your you know you have to reset things yeah like whenever i was doing the like the no sugar basically 
Yeah. Um, or no processed sugar. Uh, mm-hmm. Whenever I did that, like, I would eat a banana and be like, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> so sweet. It's amazing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I totally believe that. Um, yep. The problem is that, you know, yes, that's great, but then you, you know, eat sugar three days in a row, and then you're like, oh, but sugar is amazing. Yeah, so that's the problem. It's so easy to backslide. Yeah. It Which is. maybe we could, that could be a whole different topic is the whole dopamine fasting thing, because I'm interested in that. So yeah. maybe we could make that another topic. I like that idea. I like that yes. idea. I probably need to... To do that. I know that I, I mean, you know, I'm, uh, I have generalized anxiety. I probably have who knows what else. My brain is not exactly wired naturally in a way that is most effective or yeah. <laughs> like, uh, efficient. It just isn't. Um, yeah. and I'm guessing just out of the way that my personality is and the things that I seek out that it probably has something to do with like low dopamine levels or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Um that's true. So it would it would make sense if I tried to to adjust to that in a way that allowed me to not, you know, fall into really bad habits all the time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, it's fine. But I also like I get this raft that you shared about the baseline. I understand it and I know where it's coming from. But I also feel like, you know, there are other ways that you can get that baseline where you need it to be um, without, like, doing things that you hate. (laughs) Well, I don't think hate is the right word because, like, I enjoy working out, but it still is uncomfortable. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I don't think it it definitely does not mean hate. Because, like... Like, I just you know, saw them lifting we- weights and I was like, hell no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but the, so it, it doesn't mean you have to lift weights, but you could find other things, whatever, whatever interests you, but is just is not comfortable, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, like, you know, silks are like that, right? You're climbing. Yes. And you're, you're pushing your body to do something and it doesn't feel great. And you're often tying yourself like in literal knots. Um and yes, it hurts and it squeezes yeah. and it pinches and it leaves bruises and you're like, ah! but yeah, you know, but then you manage to get yourself in a, what they call a diaper set and you're like way off the ground and you're like, I did it. Yeah. See, that's exactly excited. it. Yeah. So that's, but, but I don't, but am I doing it to make my baseline better? Am I doing it for that dopamine hit of, oh, I did it. Well, yeah. Yeah, but I think, so if you remember your whole um, no sugar thing correlated with you doing more silks and more rock climbing. Right, right. No, for sure. For sure. So I think there is an inverse. I think when you were, uh, when you were chasing the opposite, you didn't need the sugar as much. Yeah. And I mean, even though I'm eating a lot more sugar now, it's not nearly as bad as it was. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So that's good. Like I'm still... um, you know, cra- craving and, and eating sugar, but I don't sit and eat like an entire thing of cookies or an entire candy bar is setting. Like, yeah. I can, I can, it's a lot more controlled, but. Good. Nice. Um, but it is definitely a daily thing at this point. So yeah. there is that. Yeah. As I put away my raspberry dark chocolate <laughs> uh, bar, but I have been eating on this bar since uh, Sunday. So, you know. Yeah, so that's a huge improvement because yeah. before you would have just ate the whole thing in one sitting. Exactly. Yeah, so, and I think 
my good phase was when, so I would, whenever I would eat lunch or whatever, I would always have one of those Dove chocolates. Yes, and I remember that. I think, yeah, and I think that's totally fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with having a chocolate every day. Yeah. But yeah. you don't want to eat like, you you know, you would sometimes eat like three candy bars. Right, <laughs> you know, exactly. like, yeah, there's a little bit of a difference there. Yeah. There's a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway, also just realized this is dairy free. How can chocolate be dairy free? What? Yeah, I think it's. Uh, oh no, I was gonna say it's vegan, but I think that depends on if it's cocoa. How the cocoa, the the percentage of chocolate. No dairy. If it's not no milk chocolate, I don't think it, there is dairy. Nuts. Oh shit! There's a love poem inside this. Hold on. Oh. I'm sorry. We're just gonna have to stop for a minute so I can read this poem. Oh. Is that that um. Well, I can't remember the, the brand, chocolate but. XOXO. Yes, yes, I've had yeah. that before. Yep. I never realized there are poems inside these things. All right, so this is a. <laughs> is it okay? Can I just can I just stop? Yeah, the entire absolutely. To read a poem. Yeah, randomly off yep. the back. This chocolate wrapper. Yep. <clears throat> this is sonnet by Elizabeth Barrett Browning. First time he kissed me, but he but only kissed the fingers of this hand wherewith I write. And ever since, it grew more clean and white, slow to world greetings, quick with its O list. When the angels speak, a ring of amethyst, I could not wear here plainer to my sight than that first kiss. The second passed in height, the first and sought the forehead, and half missed, half falling on the hair, O beyond mead. That was the chrism of love, which love's own crown, with sanctifying sweetness did proceed. The third upon my lips was folded down in perfect purple state. Since when, indeed, I have been proud and said, my love, my own. Aww. No, yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, That's we'll fine. leave it at that. <laughs> All right. Sounds like a good ending. Um, all right. Well, I will um talk to you next week then. Yes, we will. All right. I love you. I love you. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. A Hoots Media Production. Hoot 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 h